And we are back. We're back at it. The Beer Bros. We've returned. We've been busy, but we're back. Don't okay. worry, folks. Uh, with me, as always, is my buckle-down club, uh, mug club member. I am a mug club member. Rob Young. Rob, yes. how you been? I've been good. It's been a while. It has been a while. We were just talking off air. We... What, about a month? About a month, yeah. Uh, Church Street was our last one, and then... It's been a hot minute. Joe's been on, on vacation. On vacation and he went to Florida. I was in I was in Florida. I, well, actually, I was in a galaxy far, far away. You brought a droid back, didn't I, you? I am a father now. I have a droid. His <laughs> name is Reggie. He's adorable. I should have brought him. You should uh, Well, he, he has to go to the bathroom a lot, so... Oh. <laughs> Droid's very messy. If he guys didn't know, he could take over Bonnie's job. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, well, Bonnie left her post. She was, <laughs> she was, she was kind of fired. <laughs> yeah, it, it was not easy. Uh, but today's show, Rob and I realized, in yeah. four years of doing this, we have yet to do an off-color show proper. We've done yeah countless off-color beers. We just have never done a show on them, so. It's the off-color show. We've got four beers, but before we get into all of that, because it has been a while, Rob, can you tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yeah, download Untapped if you haven't already. Beer Bros is our username. Email us, debeerbros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Twitter at Bros one Instagram, Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and beer record videos on YouTube. Yes, indeed. So, off color, Rob has finally doing it. Rob has graciously allowed a beer he he has a hot take on. <laughs> is one we could maybe say, um, but we have Apex Predator. Yeah, off colors. I would say that's their flagship. I think it's their Absolutely. most well known beer. No doubt. Uh, Rob has a fun fact on it when we get to it. Yeah, uh, and then kind of their other flagship, Tooth and Claw. Fantastic beer. I think we've talked about it numerous times in the show. Yep. Uh, beer for lounging. I know we've talked about this one. It's been in our other beer news. It's one we really like. And then it's topical. The Stanley Cup playoffs are going on as we speak. Yeah. We're in the finals. Well, not Stanley Cup finals, but the Eastern and Western Conference finals. So we have beer for the top shelf. So a couple of beers from the Beer 4 series, a couple of the flagships. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Good a little uh, good a little mix and match of different beers that we got for today. Yeah. Yeah. Good Good range of beers. Yeah. Um, let's let's dive into the history here, Rob. Uh, yeah, of off color brewing. So, the brewery was uh, originally opened by John Laffler and Dave Bleitner in Logan Square back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Before then, though, they had originally met at Siebel University, which we talked Siebel. about Siebel quite a bit on the show. I actually don't know if that's how it's pronounced. I would think it's Siebel. It's not Seibel. Uh, I think so. <laughs> It's probably Siebel. The fact but. that we don't know how to pronounce it is the reason why Rob and I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, it's the oldest and most respected brewery school in the country, and it's in Chicago. Uh, John and David's first beer they brewed together was for Fobap. Uh, they made up, they made a, a made a, up yeah. style? Yeah. Uh, so it's a, this is a, something I found from uh, Good Beer Hunting. Uh, they did a, kind of a profile on Off Color when they first opened. Um, the Fobap, it's like the, it's a barrel-aged beer uh festival yeah. uh and they they made up a style it's called eifbach um because uh, what was the i forget what the the other the beer they were going to make was technically illegal uh in the states so oh. uh but it was brewed in a keg and uh 
since it was a barrel-aged show, they realized, oh, we kind of have to age it. Uh, <laughs> so they added uh, Hungarian oak cubes in it for about 24 hours to give it that like kind of woody taste. Wow. And then they put the keg on a 2 by 4 to say it was aged on wood. So, uh, huh. well, you know. And so that's still barrel aged. Still barrel aged. Yeah, that's the humor you get from Off Color. Who I mean, I think I think it does talk about it here, but they they have a very good, very good vibe about them as a brewery. Yeah, but uh, before opening the brewery, uh, they were both interns at Metropolitan Brewing, uh, and back then they already had an idea of opening a brewery where they wanted to brew forgotten German style beers. Um, so most of the business plan was based off of the owners from Metropolitan, Doug and Tracy. Um, so after that, uh, John Laffler, you know, he went on to start at Goose Island and, um, he is one of the innovators of their, uh, Bourbon County Stout and the whole series, their whole system of how they do that. Uh, and Dave Bleitner was a brewer at Two Brothers in Warrenville. In our backyard. Yeah. So after cutting their teeth at larger breweries, they were finally able to convince enough people to invest in their vision. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. I mean, I the the, the article I read like goes in, you know, they had a really good relationship with Metropolitan. Yeah, obviously, and then uh, Half Acre as well. Um, the 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 founder of Half Acre is the name's escaping. Oh me. yeah, um, Randy something Mosher, I think. I'm not um, sure. But they have a very good relationship with them, and you know, I think again, just the collaboration of the industry is is awesome. Yeah. Um, so in uh, 2020, uh, this was during the pandemic. Um, they this is when they released their beer force series, um, which started with the very popular beer for tacos. Yeah. This is. I mean, this was a kind of a, a revolutionary thing for them because yeah. pretty much every other beer they come out with now is. A part of that beer for series. I mean, it started with beer for tacos. They have, we have two of them on the show. Um, if I couldn't, if I wasn't going to be able to find beer for lounging, I was going to get beer for hoops. Uh, they're basketball. Oh, yeah, it's one. like a peach cream ale. It's actually it? very delicious. Is it? Um, okay, I've had it. It's it's good. Uh, you know, beer for golf, uh, beer for ball games. Which I, I, we've talked. I don't know if we've had it on the show. But we've talked about it. That's another that fantastic might have beer. I, I thought we did. We might have had it on a summer show or something yeah. like that. Um, but I mean, that's that's just a fantastic beer. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and beer for tacos. They checked on tap for the name and realized it was created by them six years prior. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so after that, beer for golf would be released soon after the success of the series and skyrocketed, as we said, which is kind of. Cool, considering like this was a time of uncertainty. Yeah. And uncertainty. <laughs> need to pronunciate. Um, it's been a Enunciate. <laughs> um, but Wait, did, you, did you say pronunciate? Yeah, I, I like said pronunciate. Yeah. I, I, I need to pronounce words I, better. <laughs> <laughs> I also need to uh, stop creating words, you know? I don't. Don't, don't stop that innovative theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but kind of cool. I mean, yeah. it, this was during a, a time that was kind of scary. A lot of breweries you know struggled quite a bit i mean this was very creative and i feel like it caught non-beer drinkers eyes a lot like i would get some of these beer beer for tacos beer for golf i would get them as gifts from yeah like uh from my in-laws just because they saw that and they you know i was a beer guy (laughs) and it's it's perfect too because it's it's like what kind of beer is it oh it's a beer for this This. like this is the occasion occasion and yeah yeah it's and 
And, you know, like to your point, uh, you know, doing that in 2020 to, for it to catch on that much where you're not having people in the tap room trying right. these beers. Like, I mean, I I went and picked up at Off Color numerous times, but it wasn't, it, you know, it's usually you're just kind of hawking the Benny's aisles and seeing, is there a new one? Like, right. Like kind of keeping, keeping up with their social media and stuff. And, I mean, that's that's the thing I love about Off Color the most. It's, they're, they're one of the few that are just constantly putting out new beers. I yeah. I mean, it's... And not all of them are hits, no. but that doesn't stop them. It, it's a passion of theirs. They're not, they're not doing this to be multi-billionaires. They just want to make good beer yeah. for the people, and it's have all, fun yeah. while doing it. Yeah, and and they and it shows in their work. Like when you hit when you hit a really good beer, it's you know, I mean, beer for lounging. We'll get to it, but it's it was a revelation for them in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else on off color, Rob? I think that's it. Yeah, for now. Um, yeah, that's. We'll I mean, that's off color. Facts. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to the beers, but we gotta change our tapes out, and we'll be right back after these messages. Alrighty, here we are. Beer number one, Apex Predator. Uh, Rob, would you like to pour or read first? I'll let you read. I know you're a big fan of this beer. Damn you! Make me read. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Rob, this fun fact here. I I didn't I didn't realize this. Uh, so originally, this was released as a seasonal beer. And quickly grew to be sixty percent of off colors production. Yeah, uh, that's pretty impressive. It's, uh, uh, what, what was a similar beer like that recently that we did? Um, was it Sierra Nevada? Something? Was, was it their, uh, their? Was it the pale ale that was? was it or no, uh, it was. Um, wasn't it Dogfish Head? That's what it wasn't a sixty minute IPA. That's what it was it, supposed yeah, think, to be originally, like a like a it. session IPA, and it actually became like a year round beer. Then I think I think that's I think that that's I what believe it was. that's what um, it was. So yeah, uh, yeah. So like for that to become kind of their flagship beer, it's pretty impressive. But yeah, uh, Apex Predators saison yeast expresses explosive, juicy fruit and pineapple aromas, meshing with lemongrass, hot profile, ending with a pleasantly dry finish. 6.5% ABV on this, so... Which is the highest one, actually, of all four beers we have. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, the thing I like about Off Color is they, that not a lot of their beers are, like, super no. high ABV. Like, no. it, even, like, their, like, barrel-aged stuff can, like... They had one that's, like, 4%. I think their beer for burgers is, like, 7.5%, yeah. which is still... It's one of their high It's like an IPA, right. you know, normally. Um, so... Yeah. Rob, why don't you tell us about this can? I mean, we've talked about off-colors cans a lot, but this is kind of the cla- one of the classics. Yeah, I mean, we got the lion with the giant... Um, mane. Mane, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the assist there. <laughs> you know, you got... Um, it's I, I love off-colors cans. I, I feel like they always pop out they do. to me, you know, just because they look, you know, they look hand-drawn. And it's black and white always. Yeah. You always have one of the, um, you the know, a couple of the mices, yeah. mice, mices, mice in the background. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a barrel there. I mean, it's just. Did you vote at all on their, like, I don't know if you saw, but they did a, like, poll, uh, like a bracket on every single one of their. Oh, what's the best uh, can design? design. <laughs> and, like. Oh. I don't, I don't think I got a chance to vote. It was it, most of them were like kind of their one-off ones that yeah. that ended up like going far, but but yeah, it was it was like a thing for like a week, probably during March Madness, I would assume. I want to say it was actually in May. Oh, okay. I think, I think it was while I was on vacation, <laughs> really? maybe. I don't know, uh, but yeah, that was that was a big thing they did. But yeah, we'll talk about their other cans too. Yeah, great. Uh, Rob, let's go ahead and I mean, look wise, I mean, you get a 
very steady stream of bubbles of really good carbonation on that. It just looks like a Pilsner. I mean, it looks like a t- like a Heineken pretty much. Well, yeah, but it is not that. It's it is definitely a saison. Uh, it's dry hop too as well. Farmhouse ale here. Um, yep. Rob, what smells are you getting off this? Um, I get some tartness. You know, there's definitely definitely some lemon. Uh, mm-hmm. smell to it. Um, I don't think I'd get pineapple, but maybe I'll get that in the taste. Yeah. I, I feel like it's more lemon to me. You have that kind of nice like funk taste to it a little bit too yeah. that you usually get from a farmhouse sale, which is... Kind of similar to like Allagash White or something. It, I mean, yeah, exactly. Not a Saison, but... Yeah, right, right along the same lines. Similar though. style. But uh, Rob, as they always say, there's only one way to find it. You know, smells one thing, tastes another. There's only one way to find it. It's been a month, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Do you want me to go first? While yes. You yeah. Let me marinate a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you actually do get a good amount of pineapple taste on there. Like, I, I think that really helps heighten it. I think a drawback to a lot of farmhouse ales sometimes are you get a little bit too weedy or you get a little bit too funky in taste. I think that pineapple and any other kind of juicy kind of elements they're adding to it really helps kind of balance all of that out. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll let you be the judge of it, but, you know, it's not your prototypical farmhouse ale, I, I would say, which I think helps endear it to a lot more people than just your farmhouse heads like Brian. Yeah. It's, um, I'm just not a farmhouse guy. That's fair, yeah. Farmhouse no, ale guy. totally fair. Um, it's, it's kind of the, as you guys know, I'm not a, I'm not a tart or sour person, and... I think the funkiness, um, you know, at the end, I mean, I think it's, I think Joe brought up a good point. It's definitely nowhere near as funky as some of these other farmhouse sales out there. Um, From off color too. Like I've had, I've had some other ones where it's like, Ooh, that's like quite a bit. Very interesting taste. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's, I I guess it's, I like the dry finish. It's, it's the funkiness and then tartness for me. That's just, um, you're breaking Brian's heart. I know I am. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just not my favorite style. That's all. It's not quite your pint of beer. It's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rob, if you if you if you were to pair, do you have a pairing for it? I a, do. Okay. Yeah. Let me just pair this with. I, I I feel like you could give, you could pretty much go with any seafood option with this. That's yeah. um, I think that's where I'm kind of going, especially with like that lemon or, or pineapple taste that you get from the beer. Any kind of like, I, I feel like citrus type of notes always go well with uh, with fish. Mm. So I'll, I, I guess I'll just go with like a salmon on this one. Salmon? Yeah, yeah I feel like any, yeah, like fish or like, like white, white meat, white meat yeah. is going to go best with this. Uh, that's going to help kind of absorb that, that fruity taste to it a little bit more. Um, I'll go with... Uh, Hmm. So maybe maybe it'll be maybe this will be like a bit out out there, but I'll go with like a chicken or pastor taco, just because I feel especially pastor like pineapple is a key ingredient to that. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would go really well together for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. You know, just maybe maybe it wouldn't be like a farmhouse ale and taco. Maybe isn't your first thought when you think of a food pairing, but I get for whatever re- like for whatever reason it might, I feel like it would work. I mean, you usually have like uh, like lime on your tacos. I mean, lemon. Right. I mean, or any kind Ooh. of like citrus flavor is gonna, you know, right. I, I feel like it's gonna help. Yeah, absolutely. 
Is there a time of year, Rob, that you personally could find as the best t- best time for Apex Predator? Um, I would say fall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just because, like, maybe beginning of fall, like, it's still nice out. Just because, um, you know, it does have that tart, lemony taste to it. Um, but that funkiness is going to fit more in the fall, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. I, like, I, I think it would be a good, fall. like, campsite beer, for yeah. sure. Um, I think this could be a summer beer as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about kind of the similarities between it and Allagash White in terms of, like, smell and not maybe not similar tastes, but, like, similar vibe to those, sure. especially with that, that fruity taste. Not the dead heat. I think it could find itself being a little bit heavier on the in the in like the dead heat, like in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, but June, early June, late you know, early September, where it's still technically summer. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that'd be a really good choice. That's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, yeah, early September. You're not quite ready to move on to Oktoberfest beers yet. Yeah, you know, like, this is kind of where you're. You're still playing that game of chicken with your shorts and jeans. You're like, yeah. do I make the full change yet? Like, we've right. got a few more days. So, um, I'm officially team. We're shorts gang now. We're not going back to. We're not oh, going yeah. back to pants for, for till, a long time. Till December. Yeah, uh, I'm joking. <laughs> October. I'm not that guy anymore. Too much of a wimp. Um, Can't do shorts in uh, January anymore. Uh, not a lot of the time. <laughs> athletic, sh- you can still catch me outside in flip flops and athletic shorts. I am my father's son. Um, <laughs> but enough about that. Rob, do you have? Uh, do you want to go first for score? Do you want to? You want to? Yeah. Go. Let's run, uh, Bad run through, news, the rub- news. Uh, through the rubrics yes. real quick. Uh, so zero to one is sip, sip, dump. Uh, it's just not drinkable. Uh, one to two, if it's free, you go to a party, and Bud Light's the only option. Mm-hmm. Uh, two to three is one and done, uh, but you know not that great. It's a one-time experience. Yeah. Or just might not have fit the season at yeah. the time. Just Yeah, not, not the best experience. Yeah, um, three to 3.5 is one and done, but would get again. Again, kind of maybe it just doesn't fit that vibe, but you would still go yeah. back to this beer. Or it's like a, or like you know, it's like a triple I, you know, triple, yeah. triple hop IPA, or just like I, I can only have one of these, right? Like, or like a bourbon barrel aged beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Three point five one to four is would good again, but better on tap. Pretty self explanatory. It's going to taste better on tap probably. Uh, four to four point nine nine is uh, over reliable. These are the beers that are constantly going to be stocked in your fridge. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fridges, I just got my other fridge fixed, Ooh. so we are up and running with two beer fridges in the garage again. Oh, oh, oh. all right. Well, now I have to come with a a, a, a new fr- a, a fixed fridge gift. Yeah, <laughs> always welcome. Uh, and then we have five, which is a top tier perfect beer for me. It's Guinness for Joe. It's Antihero. Absolutely, Rob. Lay the hammer down. We'll be given Apex Predator. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll color. I'll, I'll fix this here. It's. I'm gonna go in the one and done, but would get again. Uh, the funkiness I just feel like is gonna wear on me. That's, That's the fair. only problem with it. For sure. Um, I do like the lemon notes to it though. I I, I do like the dry finish. Um, I just I just wish it wasn't as funky and maybe as tart. Um, so. I'm going to be at, I'll go 3.25 on this. 0.25. So I, it's a one and done. I would get it again. I'm not opposed to drinking it. You know, if I go to off color, I feel like I have to have it on tap. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely one of those that's better on tap for sure. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's so many great options at 
off color as well. So I, that's the other good thing about off color is like, I think there's a beer literally for everyone yeah. at off color, uh, like outside of people who don't drink alcohol, then you're SOL. I'm sorry. Get a pop. Um, but anyway, Apex is a fantastic beer. It is not my favorite from off color. I still very much enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I think there are probably three or four beers in the rotation in off color that I, I go to first and two of them are next. Um, but I, I, it's still an old reliable for me. Like, you know what you're getting from Apex Predator. It's a great beer. Um, there's a reason why it's some people's favorites. There's a reason why it's the flagship for them. Yeah. It's just, it, you know, like we said, like it's not too, too funky. You get those nice kind of lemony pineapple taste to it. Um, and it's not, doesn't, it's not too heavy either. At a 6.5, like you would think, oh, it's going to sit a little bit heavier. No, it's actually pretty palatable. Maybe out of off-color beers, but... Yes, yeah. <laughs> but beers yeah. in general, yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to go 4 point, 4.21. Uh, I won't go the full one over. I was going to say, yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, this is a this is a very good beer. You don't need you don't need us to sell you on it if you don't like Apex. Nothing for nothing I can do for you. Yeah. So, um, excellent. Rob, any last notes here on Apex Predator? I think that's it for me. Um, let's move on to Tooth and Claw. Yeah. But before we get there, <laughs> Joe, do you know where I was earlier today? The bank. Uh, be, after that. Work. <laughs> I was at Elevate Salon oh. in downtown LaGrange. I went to go see my guy, Candido. He's the best. He's a, he's a busy man right nowadays. Yes. Uh, those, uh, a lot of, you know, we're coming up on uh, graduations, uh, school's ending, so a lot of kids need to get caught. So well, And it's the summer um, of spins. So. It is the summer of spins. So I was able to get in, though, uh, earlier today. I finally got it caught. It had been about a month and a half. My Ooh, hair was crazy. getting up. Very crazy. Might have been closer to two months, but Candido hooked me up. I mean, he's the best in the business. He uh, he gave me more of like a summer look to to my does, hair. Does, so we went. Look, uh, looks a little lighter. Yeah. He, uh, well, that's I don't know. Maybe the sun. I don't know. But uh, he went. Uh, he cut it a little shorter. You know, just give me kind of more of that summer look. You know, keep my head cool. Um, but you know, he hooked me up. He's the best in the business. Yes. Yeah. I'll, Candido, I'll be seeing you Tuesday. So, you know, okay. Going Tuesday. Um, excellent. Yes. Go to Elevate Salon. It's the summer spins. Let them know DeBeer Brew sent you. We'll give you a spin in the chair and you'll, you'll pay full price. Uh, I really hope he does. I, one of these days, I'm hoping. The, one of one of the, the, he gave me the slim eyebrows once. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, our, our promotions are real. He's got to let them know to be, you know, get to pay full price. It's, it's a great perk. Yeah. Uh, not everybody gets to do that. So, but you get a great haircut. Yeah. You get a fantastic haircut. Guy knows what he's doing. You're in great hands there. Yep. So go to the Elevate Salon. On calendar. On calendar in LaGrange. Uh, and we will be back with our next beer. After these messages. Alrighty, beer number two. Tooth and Claw making its uh, debut yes. on, the, on the show. I think it was on a quarantine show, but let's all be honest. We didn't watch those. Um, <laughs> Rob. Uh, hand me your glass. I'll pour. You yes. go ahead and read it for us. Tooth and Claw is a Czech-style lager featuring European hops accompanied 
by a delicate maltiness, but finishes semi-dry. <laughs> it's because I said semi, isn't it? Uh, I was laughing at uh, delicate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> give you a better pour on that. It's a lot of foam head on that. Oh, no, I like it. It's actually uh, like it's coming down pretty well. It's, it's really solid. Uh, just give me a little pinch. A little pinch. There we go. So... I am going to have to look back at what I scored Pulaski Pills because I remember this beer being extremely similar to it. You know, just, uh, you know, it's a it's a dry hopped lager pilsner. Uh, or both both of them are, like, of those styles. So Yeah. Um, so we'll see. What do you see on that can? So, I mean, this is a great can. It is. Uh, you, get, you have Sue the dinosaur on here because yeah. this is partnered with the Field Museum. Uh, you get the little field logo here yeah. on the bottom there, but you got big old Sue and the the mouse is right up on top of her, <laughs> just uh, just hanging out. He's expecting the bones on there. So again, that that classic off color, black and white look to it. Yeah, uh, you got like the cursive lettering, just a, a very cool can. When was the last time you went to the Field Museum? Not counting a beer fest. <laughs> Probably, probably middle school. Yeah, I was gonna that say that wasn't a beer fest. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't a beer school. fest. I if think it was a beer fest for me. Even if it was a beer, even if it was a beer fest, we were adding that it'd still be a while. Yeah. Um, pre-pandemic, I haven't been since. I don't. I don't like going near Soldier Field because it's a hassle to get in that area. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, unless there's a beer fest, I'm not normally there. <laughs> I. Kind of want to go back just because I haven't been since I was in high school. Um, but hopefully it's for a beer fest if I do go. They usually have like two or three a year. So Yeah, I think uh, there's one in October. So definitely going to have to check that out, see we'll go. what it is. Well, we were supposed to go to it oh, in March. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then, March uh, of 2020. Yeah, and then I, I don't know if you guys heard about this thing called COVID <laughs> happened. <laughs> And uh, we couldn't leave our house for a little while. Yeah. So, uh, just yeah. a little while. Well, it's just, yeah, just a tad. You know, didn't really change anything day to day or anything. No. <laughs> People didn't become yeah. assholes or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> politics with Joe and Rob. Uh, <laughs> Rob, what do we, we get in smell and look wise on the on Tooth and Claw here? Um, lighter than Apex Predator. Yeah. Right? Lighter, but like more, like a, more of a foam head than you yeah. got from Apex. Like Less bubbles, though. A little bit, yeah. A little bit less bubble. Actually, maybe maybe isn't maybe it's just like the way it was poured. But like the the bubbles go in a different like apexes. All of them were just going up in one stream, but it's all kind of like pulling to one side of the glass and going up that way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe that's just how mine are on the sides. Like nothing in the middle going up. All the streams are. Yeah, that's, like, that's what mine is like as well. Oh. It's like a snow globe. Oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> smell wise, though, you do get that kind of like ricey kind of smell. I would say that or like, or like bready. bready yeah. I feel like it's very bready when I when I really sniff into this. Very on par with like any kind of Czech style. Uh, very similar to, I, th- I think we had like a Czech style one from Grand Rapids that I brought. Um, yeah. I don't remember that. It was something like Al- Alpine Peak or something like that. Okay. Uh, but like very similar smell to this. Yeah. Of, uh, and yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. But Rob, <laughs> smells one thing. Taste is another. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Nailed that one. Mm. 
Yum. Yeah, yum, this yum. This is just a fantastic beer. Yeah. It, it, I mean, if I were to build a Chicago six-pack, Tooth and Claw is an easy pick. It has it, to be. It, it's, it's, it's right up there, at least for me, like with Antihero and um, Daisy Cutter, like... I think I think it's one of the premier Chicago beers. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, it's this is the beer. Anytime I go to Off Color, like I'll either start with a Tooth and Claw or I'm finishing with a Tooth and Claw. Like it's, I still it's, haven't been, still haven't been in the brewery. So when I do go, it'll probably be the first one I get. Rob, we're going like tomorrow. I tried going during <laughs> like the tail end of COVID, but they still weren't open yet. That's when they were doing the reservations. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we're probably gonna do a what, like another summer crawl. Oh, yeah. We're definitely doing. That's one. this is this is number one. We're going there first. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going. We're going off color. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's twenty twenty three, right? Yeah. 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 Twenty twenty three vision board. Ro- getting robbed off color. Yes. That's the. Goal. You haven't lived. I haven't lived. I know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know how I feel about it. I I absolutely love this beer. Mm-hmm. I love any kind of like style of like dry hopped lagers, yeah, or lagers just with like a dry finish, but are extremely bready on the nose. Yes. I mean, that is like, uh, I mean, it's you, you can't go wrong with it. No, it's uh, one it's, of my favorites. And like it, you know, the taste doesn't linger too long. It just it nicely dissipates on the tongue. It's not too Harsh in your face. It's just a perfectly yes crushable, enjoyable beer that, I mean, unless you're, like, not a beer person at all, like, I don't know how you couldn't enjoy this beer. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, it's you know, it's not technically, it's a lager. It's not technically a Pilsner like yeah. in, in name. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's right along those lines. Yeah. Um, Do you have a food pairing for this? So, I think... Pizza is one that we could go with. Yeah, definitely. For sure. But I, I, because the taste isn't like super overwhelming, you can really go in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Um, but I'm just picturing a big, juicy Angus beef burger. Right, like right Ooh. in front of me with this. Like get a side of fries on there. Like Yeah. I, I, whatever you want to put on it. Um, yeah. Like just like a nice classic burger. I'm in. I'm in for it. I think. I think that's a great pairing. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, even like a char grill burger, mm-hmm. I feel like would go really well. Yeah, if you're grilling, if you're grilling uh, at home, like yeah. just flip flip some smash burgers or something like. Yeah, that. I think this goes really well with it. Um, but I'm not gonna pick that honestly because I can't do the same. <laughs> I feel like anything with pretty much anything with bread in it. Yeah, you you really can't Absolutely. go wrong. Um, I guess. I guess I'll go pizza on this one. What kind of style are we going with pizza? Tavern. I'm going tavern on this. Um, I think it could pair fine with deep dish. I don't think it's going to over- overwhelm me by any. No, by it, any means. especially it, um, it's not going to. It's not going to sit heavy. So yeah. Um, oh wait. It's been a while since I've done this, uh-oh. and I've been meaning to do it. Uh-oh. Have you ever thrown a frozen home run in pizza on the grill? No, I. It's I don't. Own a grill to like exper- experiment, do my experiments on. <laughs> I don't want to like do it on like a, my parents' grill. And yeah. I'm like, why is there cheese all over my? Yeah. But <laughs> I have heard it's, pizza on a grill is fantastic. It's very good. Uh, the crust like really gets crunchy. 
So you and put I, it straight on the grill, or do you have like a special kind of like uh, skillet's not the word, but we're going to use... Uh, like like pr- to prop it up on yeah. something so it's not on direct flame? Correct. I do like indirect flame. Okay. So like one of the burners is going and it's on the right... Or maybe one or two of the burners is going and it's on the side that's not... Not where you're the burner getting, is lit. You're getting the heat <laughs> from just the general heat. It's not yes. okay. It's cool. not directly over the fire. It's just cool. to the side of it. Cool, cool, cool. So um, that way, the crust doesn't burn from underneath. That that makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I think pizza works. It, again, like any anything can really go with this. It's not a flavor that's going to overwhelm. Yes. the taste buds. So it's it's a perfect pairing for anything. Yeah. Um, Rob, do you have a time of year for to- tooth and claw that you think is best? I could go year round. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really tough with this one cause I really could drink this in the summer at any point. I could also drink it in the fall during tailgates during nice. watching a bears game or something. Yeah. Um, I can't give I us can't. an ideal scenario. Give us a, how about a scenario? I kind of like the idea of drinking it during our fantasy football draft. I like that. So tail end of summer, I like that. Yeah. Um, just about to enter the fall. Football season's right around the corner. You got like a little four-pack with you? You're about to have, yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that. I'm about to fuck up on some picks. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> yep, oh yeah, don't we know that. It's going to haunt me forever. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go somewhere on this. Like I I think I can enjoy this at a ball game yeah. as well. Um yeah, I'm just picturing having a tooth and claw outside in the summer of off color, just like sitting out by the they're seating by the river and just enjoying enjoying the ambiance of the city. So that sounds perfect. It's yeah, it's a perfect beer. Well, maybe. Oh, Rob, well, what are you scoring? Is that a little teaser. Tooth and claw. So I looked back and I kind of. Wish I had went higher with Pulaski Pills for Maplewood. <laughs> I went at 4.56. Um, I'm definitely going more than that. I actually do think, though, that Tooth & Claw is more crushable than Pulaski Pills. Um, Interesting. Okay. I think, if I remember correctly, and I might have to try them side by side, so I might be just spewing bullshit, but I do feel like I remember Pulaski Pills having more of a malt bite to it than uh, Tooth & Claw. So I will go on this one 4.83. So pretty high for me. Not quite. That's very high. You know, uh, top tier perfect beer, but pretty close. Does it join the echelon for me? Uh, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. What did I give Vienna Style Lager? Oh, because that's another one of those from Dovetail. Uh, so I give that a four point seven eight. I I would go Tooth and Claw if I were to like rank my my the Chicago beers. It would be Revolution, Daisy Cutter, or Revolution, obviously Revolution, Antihero, <laughs> Daisy Cutter, and Tooth and Claws right after that. I I'm, it's gonna just miss it, but it's going up there. It's a four point nine five. Um, Ooh. On the scale here. I mean, this is just a fantastic beer. It is one I will always want and have in my in my fridge. Like, the if I were to build a bar, like, I would want a tooth and claw tap. Yeah. If I could. Um, it's it's just such, it's such a fantastic beer. I can't say any more great things about it. That's another great question to ask. You're opening a bar, you have six taps. You have 
to pick your six beers. No, we've already got a backlog <laughs> yeah. of beer, beer question of the day. We'll get to that. So put a pin in that one. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, that is that is a very good question. Um, Robin, any last notes here on Tooth and Claw? I think that's it for me. Alrighty, let us change up the tapes, and we'll be back with beer for lounging after these messages. Alrighty, on the we're on the back nine here, Rob. Uh, hey, <laughs> but we're not doing beer for golf. We have <laughs> beer for lounging, which is off colors. First pale ale they made. Uh, off color was very staunchly. Uh, we were, were they were never going to make a pale ale, but they they relented. Yeah, and they gave us this absolute gem, beer for lounging. Strong hop aromas of grapefruit, pine, orange rind, and pear are the focal point of this classic American style of beer. Beer for Lounging is a single hop beer, only using U.S. Cascade hops, providing big aroma and a mild bitterness balanced with a breadcrumb malt profile. 5% ABV, so very, very easy going. Um, Rob, you want to tell us about this can? Oh, yeah. I love the can. It's, it's uh, this little capybara, you know, just hanging out in a little field. He's got the mouse on the back. Yeah. They're both taking a nap, it looks like. Um, it just looks like a place I want to be. It's Yeah, like I would love just chill in that little, looks like kind of like a little marshy area. Yeah. That's really cool. And I've heard, like, capybaras are actually, like, one of the more friendly, like, wild animals out there. Really? Yeah. They look um, so cute. They're extremely f- friendly, but they're very smart. So they will know if you're actually a threat or not, and be a little careful. No, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't want to be too. I don't want to come off too threatening. Yeah, um, but it's like a giant hamster, basically. Ooh. Like it's a hamster that's bigger than Bonnie. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow, that Bonnie's thick. I know. She's a <laughs> thick girl. So, but love the can. Yes, fantastic can. Um, let's take a look at the beer here. So a little less carbonation, but you get that kind of traditional pale ale color that yeah. kind of like yellow gold brown kind of mixture yeah definitely i mean it's definitely darker than the first two it's yes. definitely a very different color um but yeah definitely a typical pale ale look to it smells it it's not as like bursting with smell no. as tooth and claw or apex where it's definitely more subdued it's a very faint yeah. maybe hop smell but it again very faint yeah, it's not not super crazy, but you know sometimes less is more. So yeah. uh, Rob smells one thing, tastes another. There's only one way to find out. Cheers, cheers. Yum. Gosh, uh, maybe I was too fast to give Tooth and Claw <laughs> such a high score. I mean, there's always the next tier to go to for this one. Yeah, I did give myself .05 to work with, so... Um, I'm going to be very close, I already know, with uh, Tooth and Claw on this one as well. Yeah. But I, I guess the nice thing about this one is sometimes, you know, Joe and I talk about how less is more. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, the single hop pale ale, I, it just, I feel like it's nothing that's going to absolutely wow you. No. But it's... So probably going to be one of the best pale ales you could you could drink. Absolutely, and you know, off color, they don't do. They this was the first time they were doing it, and they yeah. they, they they nailed it. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's not too you know, for people who aren't maybe a pale ale fan, you know, they don't like the hop taste to it. Like you said, like it's that single hop, so it's not it's not going to be super crazy. It's just incredibly palatable, and I, it's I like. Yeah, like it. 
Yeah, it definitely makes me want a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is one that, I'm not going to say it's deceptively smooth because it's 5%, but, like, a four-pack can go very fast yes. with this beer because it's just, it's so good. It is. It's, it's so just, crushable. Yeah. It's extremely drinkable. I feel like I feel like you really have to swish it around in your mouth to, like, get more of the hop flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like... It's not like it's unpleasant. Mm-hmm. It's it's just the right amount of hop in it. Just and I mean it's still an extremely light yeah. uh, in in mouthfeel. Um, and I think that really lends itself to for food pairings because you know we've we've had numbers of pale ales or IPAs in the show where we're like this thing is too hoppy to enjoy with anything <laughs> else other than yeah. like an appetizer. Yeah. This you you can have pretty much anything with this and it's going to be an enjoyable yeah. time and it's not going to be too heavy like you, you you'll be able to get to through one or maybe even two pours of this during your meal yeah with um, that knowledge rob what are you pairing beer for lounging with i'm gonna go like a standard pub burger like a like pretzel bun mm-hmm. um maybe like an aged white cheddar on that on one that of those burger. burgers that like they come with the knife yes stabbed in the middle it's exactly yeah. what i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I, I feel like simple. Um, actually, on that, just the the white cheddar, maybe your lettuce, tomato, onion, if you want to, and some kind of aioli, but nothing too too crazy. Definitely a pretzel bun. I feel like that's gonna pair nicely. Um, I'm gonna go. And maybe people wouldn't think this is like a a ball game beer, perhaps. I think it could be. Oh yeah. I think it's still. It's not like super refreshing per se but i think it's still really good maybe it's not again maybe it's not a july or august outdoor beer but like if you're sitting if you're at a ball game in like may and june you got a little bit of like a like a subtle wind chill yeah um i think a, i think a hot dog at a ball game with this i think Can't it goes go really well um yeah it just you know extra tomato because you know i love that <laughs> portillos um Guess who's never going to be a sponsor for the show? No, 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 <laughs> no. no Portillo's. I will easily forget about that. Uh, <laughs> Would you eat a hot dog with just tomato on it for it? If if Portillo's was like, we'll sponsor the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I would do. I would. Let's get oh, Dick on the phone right yeah. now. Yeah. Is he still alive? Is Dick? Is Dick He's still alive. Is, is, is old Dicky still around? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with like hot dogs. If you want to throw, you know, if you want to get like uh, some like kettle chips on the side too, yeah. like. You don't even necessarily have to be in a ball game to have a hot dog. If you're like just chilling at home, watching, just enjoying the weather, yeah, have some hot dogs off the grill. Get us get a side of chips. Uh, I'll go. What kind of chips? I'll go sour cream and onion. Okay. Like that. Um, just classic sour cream and onion lays. Okay. We'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll just go nice and classic. There you um, go. It's just it's a great good American beer with some great good American food. Um, time of year wise, I guess I kind of I'll kind of go into it <laughs> in the summer, spring and summer. <laughs> I, I I mean this is a year round beer for me. Yeah, it's it, pretty pretty easy. Uh, but spring and summer I think is definitely the most ideal time for this beer. I just had this beer I was mentioning to Joe off air. Uh, I had it a couple weeks. Um, you know, Carolyn and I got invited to uh, a party. I think so. And uh, by one of our uh, co-workers, because they live near us. And I felt bad. Like, I felt like I should have brought some kind of beer with me. And I go to Mariano's. I'm looking for something, you know, that's something that I think everyone would like. Yes. And I 
saw beer for lounge and I was like, I have to grab that. Show up with it. Obviously, you know, I share the four pack with my oh, coworker. Uh, we enjoy it, and it was gone like, in about thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about <laughs> it, and even Carolyn, Carolyn brought up the point. She was like, "Have you guys done off color on the show yet?" And I was like, "Oh shit, we haven't." No. And that's really what sparked the idea of just suggesting it for this week. Yeah, yeah, we've done Revolution like four times. <laughs> favoritism shown but i'm going uh, summer as well <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, we were kind of talking we were kind of talking about it like i i haven't met one person who's had this beer and like not immediately enjoyed it like yeah. every time i get in that people are like oh can you bring like can you bring the beer for lounging like it's fantastic yeah so it's it's a fantastic beer i think any i think anybody would like this beer yeah like even if you're not a, like, I think our dads would like this beer. Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. I think it's enjoyable enough for them to like it. Yeah. Scoring wise, you you want me to set the watermark? Yeah, I'll let you do it. If you uh, if you know what you're gonna score it, you go right ahead. I'm doing it. I like it more than Tooth and Claw. And in fact, I think it's goddamn perfect. Oh, it's a perfect five for wow. me. Wow. Beer for lounging has joined the echelon. And and maybe if I'm okay, maybe if I'm retracting my statement, for we're only going one per brewery. <laughs> if I'm building a six pack, beer for lounging might just be in there. Yeah, but I do tooth and claw because there's variety because I have too many IPAs in there already. Tooth so, and claw is more iconic to me. Correct, but but beer for lounging is just it's so good. Hasn't been around long enough to kind of make itself iconic just correct. yet. So it'll get there. Um, what do you what do you what are you, uh, you scoring this at? So. I am going to be just below uh, Tooth and Claw on this one. Tooth and Claw is still going to be my favorite from Off Color, but I'll go right at 4.8. I mean, it it's definitely up there as one of my favorite pale ales. Um, I was trying to look back to what I what we gave Sierra Nevada. Um, okay, so I gave that 4.55. I think that's a really solid pale ale, but this one is just I think more simple. Uh, more drinkable, and it, it just makes it a phenomenal beer. I I think Off Color should legitimately consider selling this in twelve packs. Like yeah, I, I don't, I don't even think they. I, I think they've maybe done eight packs in twelve packs. I, don't quote me on that. I don't think they have the small maybe. cans. I think they yeah. only do. Yeah, I think tall they maybe only do tall. Yo, fuck it, do a twelve pack or tell yeah. of, the, of the of the yeah of the of the of the the big cans because I like because <laughs> four is just not enough. No, it's Cause not. Because it's literally everyone's gonna grab it. Like, yeah. I think if you came in with a case of this, like, that that alone would be a great party. Would just yeah. be a case of beer for lounging. So, responsibly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I love this beer. It's one of like the newer beer. I mean, because what it came out last year, I think. I believe so. So right? I mean, like it, this has yeah. been like one of the newest beers that I've had that has, like, instantly joined, the top threshold for me. I remember we talked about it in other beer news, like when it was announced that they were coming out with this beer. So yeah. It was highly anticipated and obviously lived up to uh, the hype. It's the Avengers Infinity War of Off Colors repertoire. Ooh. Like, they came out with some great ones with Apex and Tooth and Claw and others in the middle. And it all led to this. There was a. L- so, like, Apex was Iron Man. Yeah, Apex was Iron Man. That started Tooth and Claw. Tooth and Claw's like Winter Soldier. Like, it's okay. just fantastic. I thought you were going to say like Avengers maybe after that. Like the first I would Avengers. say the Avengers is the start of the Beer 4 series. Okay. 
But Beer for Lounging is just the culmination of all the hype of Off Color and like them finally doing a pale ale. Okay. And it just it it did not miss. I like that comparison. It understood the assignment. I don't yeah. know if I used that right. Gen <laughs> Z, let me know. But uh, yeah, fantastic beer. Just, just very good. Um, Rob, any any other gushing remarks about beer for lounging? That's it for me. Alrighty, we will end out the beers with beer for top shelf after these messages. Alrighty, our final beer, one I don't think. Either of us have had. I no, I have I'm not. I'm pretty had certain it. I haven't had beer for the top shelf, but I could be wrong. Rob, you want to go ahead and give us the description? Grandma's peanut butter best make room on the top shelf for this classic Vienna style lager, dosed with a hefty amount of late harvest maple syrup sourced from Southwest Michigan. The maple syrup sugar ferments out almost completely and leaves the lager surprisingly dry with a mild woody note and slight mineral character derived from maple trees. Melanoidins, I think that's how you say it, uh, similar to light brown sugar, remain to complement the sweet, Hi. nutty flavor of the Vienna malt. I was expecting this beer to look darker, actually. Yeah, I feel like there are some like Vienna lagers that I always expect to be browner. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this. I mean, this looks, looks lighter like nice, than beer uh, for lounging. Nice little pillow right here. It is very pillowy. Yeah, it's not too thick. It's it's nice and cut, it cuts through pretty quick. Yeah. Five point five percent ABV as well, so super easy. Um, oh, let's talk about the can here. Yeah. Uh, so we got all the mice playing go up. Uh, don't say golf. <laughs> Jesus. Hockey. Um, it's been a long week. Yeah. Totally. Say that again. Uh, <laughs> We got one of the one of the one of the mice playing goalie. The other, yeah. the other on the wing. Maybe yeah. maybe he's trying to be Connor Bedard. Shout oh, it looks Hawks. like he's playing uh, like he's about to shoot a slap shot. Yeah, but he's taking a weird angle on it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. And then you got the little maple syrup. Uh, I, one thing I do like is they like put their like main ingredients in like little shields. They do. Yeah. So you got like the or not ingredients, but like components. So it's like lager, and yeah. then you got like the maple leaf. Yeah. yeah. Or like taste profiles. That, that that's probably yeah. That. Profiles probably better. Yeah, um, yeah. I do like that too. I mean, because you can kind of investigate like and see like, oh, this is what I'm getting with this beer. Yeah, yeah. It gives you a little insight on what you're hoping for. Yeah. Um, Rob, what smells are we getting off this? A little malty. I I would get a little. I get a little syrup, but it's not too. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not too overpowering. It's not, yeah, it's not very. It's not a strong smell. It's, it's just nice slightly easy. sweet. Yeah, a little, little, little subtle malt, but well, you know that's why they say smells one thing, tastes another. It's only one way to find out. Cheers, cheers. Might have been our uh, best clink of the day. I think. I think so. We've got a dump pat now. We're in. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, it's more of like I guess maple syrup on the um, at the end of the t like at the end of it. I kind of get, um, but it's it's yeah, still pretty it, faint. As it starts to dissipate, you get like a small little yeah, like mapley taste, but it's not. It's not strong. No. Um, which I think I think benefits it. You know, 
I mean, you know, I know you're not like a big like sweeter beer fan. Yeah. And I, it, I'm not the biggest maple syrup fan. I'm not either. Um, I'd rather just have standard a, syrup. Yeah. Like, you know, Mrs. Butterworth or but whatever. Yeah. yeah or uh, whatever they call Andrew Mimas now. Um, yeah. I think it's still Andrew Mimo, right? Or maybe they got rid of the picture. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah. Yeah. I want to just kind of like the, you know, whatever you get at a, at a diner or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not too mapley. It's not too sweet. No. Um, and, it, and I think definitely one thing for Vienna style lagers is some can get a little bit too malty or roasty. Yeah. This is not, no, this is, malty is, uh, it's definitely nowhere close to the maltiness of like dovetails. Mm-mm. Um, this is more like subdued. Mm-hmm. It's honestly kind of just drinks like a, like a malty pilsner. I yeah, I think that's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not like you're. It's not. It's at least not what I was expecting. At least with a Vienna style lager, like from yeah. ones I've had. Um, yeah, it's just it's just, it's pretty palatable. But it's not like it's not going to explode your taste buds no. either way. Just a very palatable beer. Yeah. Do you have a food pairing? That's what I'm trying to figure out. So I, with, uh, I was hoping to get more pancakes. I guess <laughs> blunt and a pancake. Yeah, blunt and balloons. Uh, I was hoping to get more like malty or like bready notes with it to kind of pair it with something like ah fuck it. I'm I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go abroad on this one with some sauerkraut. Um, Just didn't even want to take the walk no, on it. Okay. <laughs> I, but I I was kind of hoping for maybe. You know, eating something with bread is kind of going to lean more into that kind of bready multi taste. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with a brat. Right, I like it. Um, hmm. Yeah, this is hard. I was really hoping if there was maple taste, we would get the ever so rare like, pancake, pancake or waffle, yeah, uh, pairing. Because I don't think we've ever done that one. I. I think we did maybe, once. Maybe for like in our like second episode. I was just gonna say the Saga Tuck uh, the, the beer. The one that was like designed for pancakes. Yeah, blueberry maple stout yeah. is what it was. And everybody cuts their pancakes before eating them. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, no one does. <laughs> one other people least, do that. <laughs> at least one other person does it. Um, <laughs> full coverage. Um yeah, no, it it doesn't really. I like it, it. It it doesn't lend itself to anything in particular. It's just it's a very solid beer that you could again, and I think that's the beauty of off color is like the it, simplicity, the simplicity of it. Yeah. Like you can have anything with this with any of these beers. Like yeah. some some of their beers you drink, you're like, okay, I can only have this with a specific thing. But like, I would say eighty five percent is you know. You could, you could really have it with, with anything, and you don't really need to have it with anything, per se, either. Um, but you know what? We'll just go with a nice, easy pairing of just a nice bowl of pretzels with you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go pretzel crisps, to be exact. Oh. Love a good pretzel crisp. Okay. My mom got a big bag from Costco, and uh, been a little obsessed. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Super, keep it super easy. Keep it simple, stupid. That's, that's what we like to do. Uh, time of year. Do you have a specific time of year? Not really. I mean, I, I really thought this was going to be like a fall beer or like even a winter beer, given the maple syrup taste and, yeah. you know, the hockey theme to it. I 
could drink this in the summer. I could drink this on the golf course. Yeah. I could drink this at the beach. I mean, it's just, there's not, I, I don't think it really lends to any season particularly. No. Um, you would agree? Yeah. Uh, like, I probably wouldn't seek it out in the winter just because winter I'm usually kind of in my, like, winter beer or, like, you know, like, more her, uh, flavorful, like, no. I don't want to use flavorful that makes it double IPAs like, and shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess like you're strong, like heavier you're, you're, beers. You're heavier, stronger. Yeah. Like I'm doing this so I can warm up yeah. a little bit, kind of beer. I do the same with stouts. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so I, I don't know if winter is like the greatest time, but um, I'll go fall. Like I, you know, hockey starts up in October. Like there you go. Yeah, uh, this is great for like the first few months of hockey. Um, what are you scoring? Beer for the top shelf. So I do think this one is probably better on tap. I would I would very much like to have this one on tap. Um, so I am not going to put it in uh, over-reliable territory just because I feel like I have to have it on tap because Correct. i got to think you're going to get more of maybe those maple syrup flavors to it. Uh, I would agree, yeah. Um, so it's still solid. Like I think it's still a really solid Vienna lager. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be at... Uh, 3.8. Yeah, I like this one. It's it's definitely one I want when, we, when we're next at Off Color to have this one on tap because I want to see the difference. I want to see if maybe something pops a little bit more. But just because something doesn't, just because like a particular flavor doesn't pop doesn't mean it's a bad beer. It's actually just, a, it, again, like a quite enjoyable beer, very palatable. You're not going to, over overflow your your taste buds. Yeah. Um, like you could get a four pack of this and have yourself a fun night because it's it's very easy. Um, I'll let you have this one. I'll go three point <laughs> six three. Oh wow. Much lower than me. Not much. Significant. It's still in the same category. It is. <laughs> Look, I gave a five. All right, I, I'm doing. I got a five and another. Yeah, to five. balance it out. Um, can't all be, can't all be up in there. But yeah, still, still very good beer. Yeah, I, I would, I would absolutely get this again and again. It, like we said, like I would want to try this on tap. I think, I think we have to do it if when. Well, it probably won't be on tap when we go there. It this might summer. be. Might be. It might be. They got, okay. a lot of, they got a lot of stuff on tap, so... I guess we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. If not... Might have to re... Might uh, have to go again. Yeah. Might have to re-rate it, though, if it is on tap. We, yeah, we will We will give an uh, amendment to our scores. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the scores are, like, whose lines in anyway points. Like, they don't really matter. <laughs> but... It's just... It's all subjective. But it's fun yeah. to do it. It's exactly. fun to put a number on things. It's like a it's like an NFL draft grade. Yeah. We don't fucking we don't know how this is gonna work out, um, but yeah. Most of the time, you really don't know if you, if you like a beer until it, you actually finish the entire thing, anyways. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've talked about it many times. Where like, yeah. you or you or I have had a beer where we either really loved it and then we kind of got through like, eh, like I need to switch. Yeah. Or like we weren't super big fans and then it was like, oh, you know, this is growing. This grew on me. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So just needed a full sixteen ounces. Yes. Or twelve. Always. <laughs> uh, John Lithgow, throw that one in there. Uh, just gotta throw our annual John Lithgow 
quota. Um, Rob, any last notes here on off-color, any of these beers? Is there an off-color beer that we haven't done on the show that you want to give like a particular shout-out to? Um, I mean, Tooth and Claw and Beer for Lounging are, are probably my two favorites from the brewery, but mm-hmm. I do like beer for ball games. I think Great it's beer. a very solid Great beer. Beer. Uh, beer for golf is kind of, for me, it's very seasonal. Yes. But... Uh, still another it's not really an solid every beer. time beer. No, no, it definitely has a time and place. Great merch, one of the best merch. I yes, mean, I still have the glass in the hat. I do too. The pint glass that you that you can buy from the brewery. There's a golf like embroidered. Is that the right one? Uh, it's a golf imprint. Ball. Imprint. Thank yeah. you. But it's imprinted uh, on the bottom of the glass. It's it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, beer for golf is fantastic. Um, you? One that I definitely, I will never make you drink, don't worry. Yuzu Fierce. Uh, okay. That is, that is to you what like a bourbon, whiskey bourbon barrel aged beer is to me. I, I, I want to say I've had it. and You, it, you might have had a, a few tough. sips. It is incredibly tart, but it yeah. is so good. It is a perfect summer beer. Like it's, it's so good. Uh, but it, it's one, it's a one and done beer just because of how, or it's, it's a beer it, and Tim, Tim's actually talked about how he had one and then had, had a beer after. He's like, I couldn't taste anything other than Yuzu. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a very strong tasting yeah. beer and it's, inc- I think it's like 3% ABV. It's super light, yeah. but it's, it's so good. Um, it's, it's their like premier summer beer. That did remind me. There's one other that I had, and I think no, I talked about it in another <laughs> uh, uh, I had uh, Stoutling, which is like a like a baby stout, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was two and a half, three percent ABV. Yeah. But I mean, it was phenomenal. Like everything I look for in a stout, but it, just a little lighter. Like almost gil. drink. Yeah, yeah. Almost drink like a porter at that point. Yeah. You know, or a roasty pilsner, pretty much. Yeah, I'll color very few misses. Yeah, there've been a few. I'm not going to talk about them, but <laughs> um, yeah, they they make fantastic beers. And if you've if you've never had an off color beer, do yourself a favor, go to Binnie's or at, anywhere that sells beer. They're gonna have it. You usually can't go wrong. Yeah, whatever you pick. You know, Tooth and Claws or Apex is probably if it's your first off color beer, go there. Your local grocery store probably has. Oh, it. oh, absolutely. Yeah, they'll have at least those two for yeah. sure. So, yep. Give them a try. Go to Off Color if you haven't been. Rob. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's fantastic brewery, great beer, and uh, Rob, we got some some catching up to do with other beer we news. Do. So we will change our tapes and be back after these messages. Alrighty. In other beer news, yeah, we've got a lot to catch up on. Uh, Rob, give me the highlights from the past month. What you've had? Um, so I'm going to start out with what I did last Saturday. I was at Buckle Down Brewing. They had a barbecue class that they were uh, holding there. Stone Cold Grillers is the name of the barbecue company. The guy who has his own little company. He's in, he does competitions and stuff. Steve Austin. Uh, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> yeah, not not Steve Austin. But um, we did wings. We uh, cool. he he cooks like six different types of wings. Okay, and they were all phenomenal. Nice, very good. Um, so during obviously I had to drink some beer. You know, 
there was co- a complimentary beer with the ticket. I went yep. with uh, belt and suspenders just because that's uh, try and true. Um, Liquid Courage Kolsch was the next one I had, which is their newest beer that they came out with a couple weeks ago. Just a really solid Kolsch. Nothing like, um, I wouldn't say it's anything that differentiates it from itself. It definitely has, you know, a slight sweetness towards the end of the taste, which I think lended, uh, you know, it lended well with the uh, with the barbecue wings that, uh, that he cooked. Hell yeah. So um, after that, I had their Pale Ale, Smith & Wolensky which I might have talked about in uh, the quarantine episodes, but like you said, we didn't, I didn't watch them. <laughs> you guys didn't. If I didn't, um, you guys didn't. Uh, just a really solid pale ale, you know. Um, you know, nothing like uh, fancy about it or anything like that. So, um, so it was good. Nice. Um, and then after that, well, actually going back and <laughs> Uh, I went to Cafe Babariba downtown in the city, which is a tapas place. Have you been, Joe? No. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. It is, uh, the food is great. Uh, we had paella there, and I had a Spanish Hellas lager, uh, mm. Estrella Galicia Especial is the name of the beer, which was probably one of the best Hellas lagers I've had in, in a while. It, I, what was different about like a Spanish Hell's Lager than like a normal? Like, um, I I would say it's a little more drinkable. Okay. Um, you know I feel like with uh, like German Hell's Lagers, you know you get a little bit of that Pilsner malt. Okay. Um, this is just it was extremely crushable. Nice. Um, so it paired perfectly with paella. Um, and then I was at Imperial Oak back at the end of April, and I tried. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Uh, I tried uh, Stark Starkerscheiser, which is their Golden Weizenbach. Um, it's you know it was definitely very like Top banana. Pronouncing that one, I think I got it right, right? <laughs> uh, but it was very like banana and clove heavy, but also very very uh, refreshing. Um, nice. You know, it, I feel like it dissipated pretty quickly to make it very drinkable. Okay. Um, and then I also tried Intoxicator, which is their Doppelbach that they came out with recently. Mm-hmm. And this was, uh, you know, very light body, but just, it had those, those nice roasty malty notes that I always look for yeah. in any kind of dark beer. Yeah, I feel like that was like the last, April was like the last possible time to have a Doppelbach. For it a was. While, so. And it was a rainy day. So Excellent. it paired perfectly. <laughs> Excellent. And that's it for me. Awesome. Um... Yeah, so I was in Florida. Um, drinking beer in the heat didn't sound <laughs> like the greatest time in Disney. So I didn't. I actually didn't have a lot of beer on my trip outside of my first night in Miami. I uh, went to there were like three breweries, like in a like two block span of okay. each other. Uh, first place we went to was Winwood Brewing Company. Um, had a couple beers from there just because they were. It's been a while, like there were a lot, so I just chose kind of enough. Um, so I tried my favorite one from there was Magic City, a pale ale. Uh, it was hoppy and light and uh, kind of sm- and smooth, a perfect recipe for just an enjoyable pale ale. Um, they also had a blood orange version, which I did not try. Tim and Jenny did try, and they they liked it very much. Um, nice, but yeah, it was it was a very very good beer. A um, lot lot of co- lot of couple good beers from there, so. Uh, and then, one of my favorite breweries I've ever been to, 
uh, Jay Wakefield Brewing. Not necessarily because of, like, the beers, per se. I only really had, like, one beer from there. Uh, Hops for Teacher, an IPA. Uh, Hoppy and smooth with a little sweetness on the back end of it. Kind of cut through some of that bitterness. But uh, this brewery was themed with Star Wars. Uh, I walked in, and there's a huge... Mural on the wall of just a bunch of characters hanging out at uh, Los Isley's, the cantina. Yeah. Uh, and then one... Probably of... drinking beer in it. it. Like, it was probably edited, exactly. so they were drinking beer instead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, Very um, cool. And then one of the tables was... And uh, if, if I ever won the lottery and had, like, an absurd amount of money to spend, <laughs> I would get this as well. It was a table with Han Solo... Frozen and carbonite on it, so it was glass oh. paint over it, and then like Han Solo. It wasn't just a standard you. round table. It no, was it was actually like, like full. He laying. was the table. Yeah, and it was <laughs> so cool. Um, yeah, so if I ever won like ridiculous amounts of money, that would you be... would call them up and ask for that table, or I'd just be like, "Hey, where'd you get that? Because I want to get that." <laughs> I as well. want that. Um, but really cool merch they had. Like they had a hat that said, "The thirst is real." Nice. And, like, the Star Wars lettering. Nice. So it was super cool. They could have given me the worst beer I've ever had, and I still would have had a great time. <laughs> uh, but Hops for Teacher was also very good. So Nice. Uh, and then another actually really cool brewery. Uh, uh, service Area. Service Area La Tropicale. Uh, that is the brewery. Uh, I had La Original Ambar Lager. It was a Vienna. Uh, favorite beer of the trip. It was sweet with kind of a honey taste on it. Ooh. Made the beer really, beer really refreshing. Um, it was the the atmosphere of this brewery was, it was like it, it was like half club, half brewery. And we walked in and the, it had an outside area and it was like a jungle. Like it was like a bunch of bunch of like foresty, okay, jungle kind of trees and like a band was playing. It was really cool. Um, it was like kind of just like tucked in the back. Super cool. So. Nice. Um, yeah, if you're ever in Miami, like, literally just look up one of these three breweries and you can hit up all three. They're all within within two blocks of each other. So, lots of clubs in that area, too. So, if that's your thing, go for it. Nice. Uh, and then I was at Alter Brewing last week and I had, I, I saw the name of this. I had, <laughs> how do you not it. get it? Yeah. It's called Brick Kill the Guy. If you don't <laughs> understand that reference, I can't I help you. I feel bad for you. Uh, it was a Imperial IPA. Uh, it was dry, dry, hoppy mouthfeel with a piney taste that helped make everything more palatable and not too yeah. boozy, um, and kind of just made me want to throw a trident into some guys <laughs> legally. Who's on a horse? I have to, jo- I have to say I'm joking because <laughs> I'm in trouble. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's very good and just like the name, the, the the name half half the battle for getting a beer is just getting a, a cool name. Yeah. And Brick Kill the Guy, yeah. You're going to get me 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> it's, it was good. Yeah. So, Alter Brewing. It's, make, like, um, it's like Hank Park Dukas from uh, uh, Solomon. Yes. Yeah. They're any, pale ale. Any, like, <laughs> I mean, this one's not as obscure as Hank Mark Dukas. Yeah. But, like, any just, like, obscure reference to a movie, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You Especially got a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got me very, very easily, so... That's that's what I've been up to, beer drinking wise. Nice. Um, I, I had more than just four, trust me. But those are, those, those are the ones worth talking about. The highlights. Those are the highlights. Um, Very cool. 
Rob, anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, same here. Uh, again, if you've never been to Off Color, if you've never had an Off Color beer, give them a try. If you've never had one of these beers, absolutely give them a try. Yeah. Um, Rob, let's close it out. As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And cheers. cheers.